Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey guys, we're back. It's been a few weeks, and guess who else is back? Jessica Jones. I'll tell you what, Ashley Cheney next is going to break it all down for you. Netflix picks. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I feel like there should be a after after is like some time of like not hearing this song. <laughs> it's like it's like it's great just to see it again. Yes. Yeah. Hear it. Yeah. Hear see it. it. See, see it. it again. See it again. No, and hear it. And yeah. hear it. Yeah. Experience it. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back. You're watching Netflix Picks. Obviously, we're talking about Jessica Jones. I'm Rick Hong, and I'm joined by my panel. I've got Steve Kaufman. I am, in fact, here. With two ends, And we've got the lovely Amy Cassandra Martinez. Hi. And to my left, we got Ashley Chi... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no Ashley Cheney this week. It was a tease. It was a tease. But she will be back, and she always knows I like to, like, razz on her, so... Uh, what but did, hey, what did she say? What superlative did she use on what movie to get her ousted on a one on, on a one week suspension? Are we trying to remember? What? Yes, you know what? You know right. what it was. This is what it was, man. She loved "Call Me by Your Name" so much, uh, and I was telling her, I was I like, "No, that. man." I was like, "Those are the hours of my life that I cannot get back." And so I said, "Hey, you know what? Get out of here, check now." She's uh, she's on. She's she's. She's traveling the world, so we'll hear we'll hear all about it when she's she gets doing back. some stuff. She's, she's doing some really cool stuff. Have, yeah, have you guys seen her Insta stories? Every time I'm on her Insta stories, I'm like, I I text her. I'm just like, you live a better life than me. No, yeah. see, I look, I look, I look, cool I look at like, what like, I do crazy? really cool stuff. It's really cool if you haven't seen her Insta stories. Nah, man, I, I look at her Insta stories and I say delete. You know, it's like yeah. it's like scroll past it because I'm trying to find delete. Cassandra Martinez's Insta stories. Oh, you know? please, you can't delete Insta stories from other people. What are you talking about? But no, okay, so we won't talk about it for too long because there is the after show. And Amy, when can people find, or it's, it's already online, right? It's, you guys already covered? Yes, we've covered episodes one through six. Um, they have been two separate episodes already, so first three, and then the other three. Mm-hmm. And tonight at 10 Pacific Time, we'll be covering episodes seven, eight, and nine. There are only, I believe, 12 Right? Yeah. Episodes. Um, so we're almost done, and it's been very fun. Um, but yeah, we're taking our time with it because we feel like if we talk about three episodes at a time, we can we can talk yeah, about it enough. Yeah, absolutely. Without uh, rushing. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's great. So that's great that. So, like, guys, I mean, I, I've watched the first two episodes, and Jessica Jones is probably in the Netflix series my favorite of the Marvel her- like superheroes. I guess, or Heroes for Hire, or Defenders, or whatever you want to call them. I'm sorry, Heroes for Hire, I guess, is Luke Cage and Iron Fist, but the mm. Defenders, she's like my favorite, so I was very happy to see it, and the uh, the first episode in, second episode, have not disappointed yet, and I know that it's going to get even better. Uh, Steve? Um, I enjoy, I see, I've seen the first two episodes so far, I've really enjoyed it, I think they're picking up the same pace that they set from the first season. To correct, to correct you, I think the best of the defenders is Luke Cage. Luke Cage is no Luke Cage. No, 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 no. I'll tell you what, man. I Luke Cage is a close second for me. I won't even argue that. When Luke Cage drops 
season two, then let's have the conversation yes, and see true. how, but how I things think, go. I think that's also... I also think these Marvel Netflix shows are having a problem of losing steam in a second season. That's a, and that's a lot of... That's but something that's that happens every, in a lot of shows, yeah. That a part of me wishes that maybe they didn't... Maybe they just did Defenders, and then, like, not everyone got a second season until the next Defenders. Um, I do want to jump in. Sorry, guys. It is 13 episodes, so... I don't totally know how we're going to cover that. Four at the end, probably? Yeah, just four at the four end. Four at the end. I, we might do Or just extra one finale, one, yeah. One, and then we'll just, like, recap the whole yeah, season. Yeah, as a whole, yeah. I, I want to know what you guys think, though, at the end of the season, because stuff goes down. I'm not going to spoil it for <laughs> you all, but I don't know. You might change your mind. Okay, and then, Amy, who on who's on that panel with you? Um, uh, Zach, well, Zach Wilson. Zach, Zach Wilson, yeah. yes. Jesse Klein. Emma Fife was with us for the first one. I'm not totally sure if she'll be back. She has a very busy schedule. Uh, hmm. But, yeah, just stay tuned. You never know. She might be back. But And, and me. Yeah, guys, so we're not going to talk about it <laughs> too much. We're not going to talk about it too much. Or, like, maybe after Steve and I actually get through the whole thing, we'll talk about it a little bit more. But we definitely need to have the after show for Jessica Jones get covered first. And so you guys mm-hmm. can always chime in and watch yeah. in Cassandra, especially in a couple hours, too, if yeah, you're ten. just hanging out. Uh, and, again, 13 episodes. I don't know why. I kept thinking it was 12. They're just... They just speed they, by. And they also you keep pushing the number. You don't even know, guys. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Daredevil season one was ten. It was ten episodes. Like, Netflix in general seems to be pushing the number of their seasons from, or their episodes in a season from ten to, like, thirteen to fifteen. And I think, so like, and I, the way that They're I, eventually just going to be at twenty-two, like everything yeah, else. I, and I, but I feel like that's a bad thing. I actually feel like they should shrink it like HBO does. Mm. Where you just have solid storytelling, there's nothing that drags out, or they don't feel like they have to fill it, and... I mean, at the same time, I and mean, if I was a writer on one of those shows, obviously you want I would I would want more episodes because that means more money. But just for story story sake and for fan sake, I would rather have like a solid eight ten episodes, and that's about it for like one season. And I'm wrong. Daredevil season one was thirteen episodes. Yeah, so it was, that, yeah, that's yeah. kind of they've already they've already kind of laid into that. Um, Daredevil is so good. Even though the Defenders was, I think the Defenders was eight. Really? You know, I, I did that one. They did that I one really fast, which was great. That was I, that's what I liked about that one. It was fast. It was like eight episodes and then done. They leave you wanting more, that's for sure. But that's everything with Marvel for me, at least. Um, I mean, I mean, Iron, Iron Fist. Yes. I, I, Iron Fist. I could have used about six, four, four. maybe four episodes. Four. <laughs> I think four episodes. I feel like I've had this know. rant on this panel before, so I'm not going to get too much into it. Actually, I, yeah, yeah. Midway, but. I made it midway through Iron Fist before googling the Defenders. To which it said on the Defenders, the Defenders gather together to fight the Hand. And I'm watching Iron Fist and spoilers by episode six. He hasn't defeated the Hand. Well, then there's only one they scene. Defeat the Hand in the Defenders, and I'm like, well, what am I even doing? And yeah, there's only one scene exactly. in episode seven of Iron Fist with Lewis Tan. That's the only thing actually worth watching in that series. <laughs> so I'd almost even tell you if you so go home you, tonight and you watch send it me, out. You can send me the YouTube. Yeah, you can send me the link on YouTube. And no, and I've, I've interviewed Lewis too. I've interviewed him here at AfterBuzz, and so that was a lot of fun. And he's he's going to be a huge star soon if he isn't already. But okay, well, let's move on. So, Steve, you and I mm-hmm. both watched Ricky Gervais Humanity. Yes, did you watch the whole thing? Not the whole thing. Uh, we're okay. I watched the whole thing, and I mean, Grant, I watched it in pieces because it's stand up comedy. So you don't like you know. So there's like you know they'll move on from one subject to another subject. So you don't have to feel like you need to watch it all in one sitting if you don't want to hence why you said that you haven't but i i loved it i loved it too i like everything that guy does he <laughs> i don't know if you can gather but he's someone i might uh, he's someone i'm uh, compared to quite a bit ricky gervais i don't know just i have the look 
I have the look and like I I don't know. I'm, I mean, I can see it. I can, us white I guys can. with beards need to stick together. I know you guys should form a club. Um, we should we should it. form a club. That mean that just basically means I need to drink a lot more alcohol before I get on this thing to even like say, oh yeah, I see it, I see it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, like look at the camera. I I mean, she having yeah. a laugh. Yeah, huh? maybe he's having a laugh. She's having a laugh. Everyone is having a laugh. Right. Let me know in the comments. Oh, I didn't know what you were saying. No, there. because you know why? It's because he sounds like a leprechaun there. Yes. <laughs> That's Happy why. Ah, oh, me lucky yesterday. charms, me gold. <laughs> That's why. But no, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, he's. It's funny because he actually says on there that he hadn't done stand-up in about seven years wow. and the only time that we've seen him are on the Golden Globes is why mm. it intrigued me to watch him because us as hosts to see a guy that's like normally I mean he is a comedian but he's known more as like writing his own like also, shows but also he's not he's not a Jerry Seinfeld Chris Rock style comedian in right. the sense where he, he like cuts his teeth at the clubs every night yep like he's very much a performance based storytelling comedian where he'll he'll put together a show and he'll do he'll he essentially he's essentially a performer who does one man shows. So to even like he's a comedian in the sense that in his one man show he plays a comedian, but he's not a comedian in the sense that you you'll see him at the Laugh Factory in front of 12 people. Exactly. And I mean, I'll say that I I really really liked it. It's very on PC. Of course. It's very on PC. And but he also talks about that. It's saying like, you know, it's just about having a good laugh and that's why he tackles the certain subjects that he does tackle. So, you know, so it's not like he's it's not like he's like just talking about the stuff just to be a jerk. He you know, he talks about it, but it's just like come on, we all have like these like mm-hmm. funny things that we want to say about whatever subjects and it's it's all about just human like you know, it's called humanity. Mm-hmm. It's about humanity just kind of needing just take a break from being serious. For a moment. I agree with the sentiment, too. That we all... And I also... It's something I've noticed recently. That people always like to rally around a thing. And, like, even if it's like, oh, you're offending that person. And then a bunch of people who aren't that person rally around and be like, you're offending that person. And and then that person tries to speak up. Like, no, no, you don't get to speak. We're inciting you're offended. Yeah, I mean, it's something something he talks about in there is he, you know, he loves to engage trolls. I <laughs> Which, good for him. Yeah, That's he a loves lot of work. to engage trolls, and he like he even goes That's on stage labor. and talk. Yeah, and he talks about it's like you know they said something, and it's like, and I shouldn't, but I will, and he engages, and that's that's pretty funny on its own, right? Mm. And I yeah, I can only imagine it's like yeah, how he is, how he might be actually at home like reading some of these things if he actually laughs at it or if he actually starts getting angry. I would wonder too. I I always found him to be a very thoughtful person. That I feel like there'd be a either he would see it all as a game on his screen. Or he'd he'd actually get really upset at a bunch of the stuff. So there's no in between, though. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of when I first found out that I did like Ricky Gervais. Um, did you guys ever see? Was it the invention of lying? The invention I, of lying is a good one. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I was never. I, I even think to this day because I don't know it's the delivery or it's the style, but I couldn't really get into the British. Office. Oh no! I no, not yeah, not, but not, the American no. Office. Yes, it took me a bit. Like it yes. took me a couple times before. But like, absolutely, yeah. And then like, you're sucked into the American mm-hmm. Office. Love it. They're hopefully going to do a reboot, which I'm fine with. More than Will and Grace and Roseanne and Murphy Brown. I do not know why we need those. Things. Well, none of those are reboots. I'm, I'd be okay with a reboot of Murphy Brown, where they just recast Murphy Brown and we're like, it's Murphy yeah, Brown. That's true. But it's, it's not a reboot. Yeah, it's, it's a revisit. Yeah, right. It's a continuation. T- a revival, which revival. I, there we go. To be fair, I also think we need to 
We all do, we all do need to calm our horses about revivals because that's not that's not new. How many Lucy? How many times did Lucy come back? Like how many times after Lucy did the show? Like how many times did Lucy and Ricardo and they just come play, back? And they, do, they still um, play her black Lucy's and white. Lucy's a whole different story. It's the she's same thing. She's amazing. But we'll, I'm we'll a be saying we'll be saying that about Roseanne in twenty years. Uh, so it's but it's the you, same business. Oh, you her did no Lucy. No, oh, man, that's no. blasphemy, man. No. That's blasphemy. All I'm saying is that revivals and revisiting. That it's this is a. This is a tried and true gimmick that television will never stop doing. That we all need to stop being upset that Roseanne's coming back, for the only reason that if we t- if you tweet about Roseanne, Roseanne trends, and then more people are talking about and ultimately watching the Roseanne reboot. If you really think it's a problem, don't talk about it. Hey, I'm just glad the Roseanne reboot is not on Netflix. <laughs> or sorry, the, I, you like, made I don't me, even have to see it. You made me do it. It's I, the revival. I would watch a Roseanne reboot re- 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 with Melissa I would McCarthy. watch a reboot, but keep going. Go ahead, Amy. Or, oh, no, sorry. I think we just want good television. So if that means we get reboots, revivals, re-whatevers, or we just have new content as long as it's freaking good, I think that's all we want. So for me, I'll say where I did catch the Ricky Gervais train a little bit mm-hmm. is I watched a movie, and I don't think that it's on Netflix, but it was called Ghost Town. And I think hey, he's in it, like Jennifer Garner's in it. Oh, I love Jennifer Garner. But That's not Ghost of Girlfriends Past? No, no, no. no <laughs> I know, Matthew I know. There, no, that, there's oh, that okay. movie, too. Different but one, Ghost, but Ghost Town is what kind of caught me. And I was just like, oh, he actually has something. I, I kind of understand the Ricky Gervais thing. So, um, I was on his train for the British office, but he also had a series. He also had a series on HBO called Extras that's just so good. I need to watch that. That, sh- that series is amazing. I need to watch that, actually. I and, totally forgot about but that. But that's where I got on the Ricky Gervais train. I believe that's two seasons and a Christmas special. Um, I'm pretty sure that that's two seasons and a Christmas mm-hmm. special. Um, yeah, and that's about I, I'm trying to think if there was... I was gonna mention the um, the Warwick Davis one he did on HBO, but that one that one wasn't very good. So anyway, Ricky Gervais Humanity, check it out. I'm gonna switch gears here for a second and talk about our fearless leader. I mean, there is Kevin Undergaro, but our very one and only Maria Menounos. So if you want to have fun and you want to learn and grow in all areas of your life, and for those who do. We've got the podcast for you, um, Conversations with Maria Menounos. Podcast edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversation with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews, along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life, from health and wellness to career and relationships, finances, and more. Let our Maria, the big sister you never had, uh, wait, let our Maria be the big sister you never had. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free. Be sure to rate and comment, and when you do, let Maria know that it was Netflix Picks who got you there. Conversations with Maria Menounos, podcast edition. Please check it out. I've actually had the pleasure of of being on her show and it's great you know she's yeah she definitely does cover all aspects especially you know you guys probably know about her and we all here know Mm -hmm. about her health scare like last year and Mm -hmm. man i'll tell you what in person dude she's beautiful she's beautiful and she's strong and that's really like just empowered her to like just talk about like all these other subjects especially about health so um, if you want to change my pace of like after shows and just want to just to hear like about more real life and conversations, yeah, conversations with Maria, exactly. Mm-hmm. Ah, ah, very own Amy Cassandra. With that, Amy, you were at the 
on my block red carpet. I was. Yes, that was fun. Um, That was also my first time at the Netflix headquarters. Yeah, I want to hear all about this. <sighs> so I walked in, tried to compose myself. Um, did you Did you see Jim Rash at the coffee bar with mm-hmm. with with uh, Allison Brie? Were they Were they there serving coffee? No, yeah. right? If only. <laughs> if you guys watch the Joe McHale pilot of the of his of his uh, talk show, mm-hmm. like there there's some cameos in there. But go ahead. Um, yeah. So. If you guys ever find yourself in that position, take lots of pictures. Because as soon as you walk in, they show their Emmys on the left. Well, the thing, about, <laughs> but the thing, about, the thing about Netflix, though, is they should be, like, calling us in every week anyways because we promote everything that they do. So Right, if only. I wish. That would be great. But there's also an Oscar on the right. So I just casually walked in. And I was like, okay, where is everything? You know, when you go to red carpet, first thing you got to spot is the red carpet to see if you're in the right spot. So I saw it, but on my way there, yeah, there was the Oscar, all of the Emmys, all of the Emmys, and it was just, it was gorgeous, and they had a nice little coffee area, and then the carpet was very nice, kind of small, cozy, uh, but everyone was super friendly, and they had this huge poster on, I think it was like the parking structure of the Santa Clarita Diet. So Yeah, season two is <laughs> dropping. Yeah, so I was like, well, there's Drew Barrymore, hi. Obviously not for real. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. It was fun. I wish that we could all go together and be like, do-do-do, we're at Netflix. How up? was talking to the cast of On My Block? Oh my gosh, they were so much fun. They were so sweet, so excited. I mean, you know, when you go to so many red carpets and you talk to so many people after a while, it's just like, it was great. We had so much fun. But these people literally, like, they were a family and they were talking about how they they all, most of them, shared an Airbnb so yeah, how crazy, right? Um, so when they didn't they want were, to kill each other, like sometimes we work didn't. with people. They didn't. Wow. I know a lot of people were like no, that was so cool. So we would finish filming, and then we'd go back home, like to our place, and we just hang out. So I was like, it's it's like sleepovers all the Man, time. Man, unless there's a yeah. beach, unless there's a beach there. I, I mean, mean if otherwise they filmed here. They filmed, they filmed here. No, here. see, I would be like, like put me up in a five star. <laughs> you know, I need a suite. Right. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, I did ask them because the tagline for um, the show is in Squad We Trust. I asked them, you know, if they could make up their own squad of celebrities to be part of, um, what what would it be? You know, who would they ask? And they love that question. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of made me think about us and, like, who would we want to have as part of our squad? Because obviously On My Block is very much about being together and, like, all the kids on your block. Um, George, I'm, George I'm, still, I'm still trying to find the people on my squad for Netflix picks, but you know. Wow. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. But hey, guys. So, <laughs> but here's the deal: if you guys go online and you search Amy Cassandra Martinez and you mm-hmm. search on my block red carpet, you'll find her there with all the interviews of the cast. Yeah. Did you, you watch the pilot? Not yet. Okay. No, it's just been Jessica Jones' Agents of Shield mode. Like I literally that, and then movies in movie theaters. Yeah. So <laughs> I watch. I watched the pilot and. It's it's a good pilot. It's not quite for me because I don't I don't think I'm like necessarily the demographic, but it's that kind of storytelling is definitely definitely needed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's like a like a primary like Latino Latino cast and I mean and some good some really really good characters. Some really good characters and storytelling. It's just there's so much on there. It's not necessarily my demographic, but I guess if you were around me about like 10 years, maybe like that would be something I would be more in tune to. And you're also talking to the guy that didn't really enjoy everything sucks all the way either so that's if that gives you an idea of kind of like my taste or where everything where i'm at with stuff and yeah. i'll mm-hmm. still and i'll still get through everything sucks yeah but um i do want to give a little shout out to black jones that, uh, in our chat that says 
Um, I loved it. On my block felt like a 2000s, oh, cool. 90s Disney Channel Team Nick show with no filters, which I loved. Uh, yeah, well, while talking to the cast, they did share that it's it really goes into what it's like living around, you know, Hispanic cultures, uh, even if you're not in Mexico. Or I mean, whatever. I want to say there's a little bit for, I don't know, some people may not know this, but it's a little bit of Wonder Years in it. Okay, like well, the, I I mean, <laughs> Wonder Years, this is a great Wonder, show uh, back in the day. Yeah, Fred ben, Savage Fred. is in it. And, yes, Ben um, Corey. But yes. it has like well, that group of friendships Savages. coming Corey. of age, growing up in a certain neighborhood yeah. in a certain time period. So I, I totally understand, Black Jones, what you're saying. See, well, and the other thing is that I also really like asking people, especially for Netflix shows, like, what do you guys recommend people eat while watching the show and a lot of them were like oh and they just started like naming all these like mexican dishes and like well uh, in puerto rico digame, digame. okay um like enchiladas enchiladas um, okay some said uh chips and salsa but someone said no or even to guac because of the sound that you know like when you're eating chips and salsa it's loud that's why i don't like going loud. to movie theater like when people are sitting there like eating their well, popcorn it's, it's like, I like yeah I, I like my like, movie theater to be quiet Oh, th- no pressure. Um, other things that I've, I'm not familiar with, like, I don't know, dishes that I don't know because I'm not Puerto Rican. Oh, uh, but really? yeah, so I was like, ooh, that sounds really yummy. And but see, I know that's that why you guys should go tag her on YouTube and find it so you can figure out what you should be eating. The, it was fun. Like, those were some of the most fun answers to questions I've asked. Uh, because, I mean, some people will say popcorn. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's cool, but like, with what? Or like, what do you recommend? Oh, even or like, what's, or like, what's what's your thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, popcorn's everybody's yeah. general, like, like whatever. It's but. a go-to. Like, what's specific? Uh, someone I think even said uh, cucumbers with tahini. Mm. Oh, yeah. really? That's healthy. Yeah. So, well, I mean, tahini <laughs> is. Ish. I mean, but the, that's a vegetable. Yeah. Cucumbers, vegetable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really fun, and certain little things like if you if you watching know what I'm talking about, um, muñequita linda. Apparently they play it, and as soon as one of the guys said it, I was like, "What?" That just woo brought me back to being six years old all over again. So I appreciate things like that. Oh, nice. Well, during this two-week hiatus, something that popped up, and I've been a fan since season one. Judd Apatow produced is Love, the show Love, and I loved season one. But I loved but season no. two and season three. They it was the final season. They had to wrap it up. And so I don't quite know if I love it. Um, there's nah. one really, 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 really good episode that actually doesn't even pertain to the main characters that I really enjoyed. But, I mean, it's worth it's worth checking out and watching. So if you liked, I mean, I know some, you know, like you were talking about how some people die in a certain season in terms of, I really like season one. Yeah. But in season two, whatever, if like, if you liked it past season two, then yeah, you should watch season three because it's the final season. You don't have to worry about it anymore. It's a quick, easy watch. I like the characters. Um, so, and if you like Judd Apatow, you know he's in it. Uh, he's pr- he produced it with Paul Rust, and his youngest daughter is in it, who's been oh. in this like since season. Yeah, yeah. just kind of crazy because I thought she was the, actually the older daughter until I went back and looked on IMDb, and I was like, what? She's the younger <laughs> daughter. She's like the little baby daughter from Knocked Up. I was like, wow. That's Wait, does that mean the older daughter is just like over this whole industry? No, no, no. She no, she acts too, and she was oh, just okay. she was in Girls, and she's kind of she's going to be in something else. Okay. But that I was would just, be. I just for some reason, you know, part of me hopes that for part of me hopes that for a lot of child actors or people who grew up in the industry that the first thing the last thing I ever want to do is be in the industry. What? Like we were talking about the savages, Ben Savage, who was Corey Matthews, <laughs> up until he 
up until he um they did the reboot right up until they did girl meets <laughs> world like he he got his degree in political science and was an aide to orrin hatch no um probably not orrin hatch but he was an aide to a republican republic a pennsylvania republican somebody in the chat will correct me or in the comments will correct me but like i like the idea of sometimes people just they spent their childhood acting and then they spent their adulthood doing something else well i like that some people can like you know obviously they might go a different way but i like it also when people go to a really nice school and also act because it's like dang well i mean well fred fred savage graduated from uh, stanford see and then yeah. he and then he was you know he wanted to direct or he was doing stuff with like always sunny mm-hmm. and so on occasion yeah he acts and you know he tried out to be Kelly Ripa's co-host. Yeah, Fred Savage is mainly, and he's movie. really pushing for it. You could tell on the show that he was really trying to like, yeah, I want this job, or yes. I want to be this. But like, guy, you can't but... force that. That's something yeah. you are, or you aren't. I think Fred Savage has done a good job of establishing. He's a pretty well established. I mean, he's, he's taken, here. yeah, he's taken a note from um, Ron Howard, who Amy Cassandra Martinez is also interviewed, and Ron Howard actually tells you what sound a Wookiee makes or what it's like to work. What it's like to work with a Wookiee. Yeah. <laughs> he, oh my gosh, she was so nice. Um, yeah. And then, I don't know how much you guys like Jared Leto, but there is a movie that dropped on Netflix called The Outsider, and it's all about him back in the time of, like, I think it's just after, like, the World War II and, like, the Japanese and, or like, even, yeah, but, like, basically after Pearl Harbor. It's, right, okay. it's, a, it's a time period right after Pearl Harbor, and he's a white guy in Japan, so, and then he gets, he gets himself involved with the Yakuza. As one does. Yeah, and, is yeah, he and not, his, he's an Amer, but he's an American in Japan. Yes. Okay. And at that time, they're uh, not. I mean, it's like Japan is very, very. Oh, Japan's at, that time. at war. Yes. And there's and there's animosity, and he's in Osaka. But it's not. It's it's a fun, it's unfortunate because I really like Jared Leto. I really like these kind of cool movies about the yakuza. And there's another movies from like the '70s with like Robert Mitchum that covers this a little bit better. There's nothing really that. You know, it's it's slow, it unfolds, and I was like, okay, cool, but it doesn't really build up to anything, and even um. the ending is kind of lackluster. So, uh, if you guys are just kind of curious or whatever, and, but you don't have a big desire, then I would say just pass on it, because you're going to be very disappointed by the ending. I'm okay with mm-hmm. a story like this, but there are many other stories that tell this type of a story, so you don't have to watch this one, per se. Otherwise, you might be yelling at me like I yell at Ashley Cheney about Call Me By Your Name and saying, I want two hours of my life back. <laughs> it was way more than two hours. <laughs> no, hey, it was different. That movie was a lot. Um, I enjoy- I actually really enjoyed it, but it was. Good. Call Me By Your Name? Yeah. Well, it, but it was, in fact, like a lot, though. Interesting. Like, time-wise, it, it, it was, was long. just a lot of your life. A lot of minutes. Yeah. I mean, luckily, like, I was multitasking, like, like we all do, but also, when we're watching. Also, yeah, I, Amy, you actually don't multitask. When you, when, you, when you sit down and watch something, you're actually, like, just, you sit there and watch it. I, multi- I mean, there's certain movies where I won't do that. Like, this one, The Outsider, I wasn't multitasking because mm-hmm. I wanted to see what was going on with it. But yeah. other movies, like Call Me By Your Name, yeah, I was on my computer, and I knew to already have it on in the background, but I was still like, man, that's something else I could have been watching. You know, this kind of touching on The Outsider, there's actually a book coming out end of May by Stephen King called The Outsider. It's not about that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's a pretty vague title. But yeah, so it it sounds good. So in case you like the title of The Outsider. Netflix, I have a bone to pick with you. You forgetting Sarah Marshall on Netflix, but you do not have Get Him to the Greek. Get it together, Netflix. That's all I got. 
Oh, you know, but actually what's funny is speaking of movies that connect, speaking of, so like those two yeah. movies obviously connect, is I watched um, Mute. Yes. Mm. And unfortunately, so Mute is done by Duncan Jones, who is the son of David Bowie. Mm-hmm. And so fun fact is that David Bowie is David Jones. But since they had the monkeys... Davy Jones. Davy Jones. Yeah. And, and you know, Davy Jones locker, there was like that whole thing. Yeah. He he referred to himself as David Bowie because of the Bowie knife. And so Duncan was born Duncan Zoe Jones or or Zoe Bowie. <laughs> and and he went by Zoe for a long time. That's awesome. But then as he turned into a director, he called himself Duncan Jones. So his first movie, which funnily enough, Mute Landed, open first. And the first movie that he ever did, which was genius, with Academy Award winner Sam Rockwell, is called Moon. And that one I absolutely recommend. It is a great, 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 great movie. And so Mute is like his, so Mute is like David uh, Duncan Jones' third movie, and it was very disappointing. Really? What was missing from it? You know what? It's not Mute. It's, uh... No, it is. No, it's no. um no 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 it's not mute it's yeah it is mute it's with Paul Alexander Skarsgård yeah Skarsgård Scar- and then Paul Rudd and yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. you were was... you were on the right. don't second guess yourself you're there yeah yeah no so mute very much like the world is awesome it's almost like Blade Runner twenty forty nine where visually it looks really cool mm-hmm. but same thing it's almost like the Outsider where just a lot of kind of just like you you follow these characters. And they, then they finally kind of meet up, and but it's the same thing. It's just kind of lackluster. Dang it. Yeah, it, it builds up to this thing, and, and, I, and Moon is done so beautifully. Moon builds, 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 and all of a sudden you're like, holy crap! And, and they actually have, a, uh, there's a, this is why you need to watch Mute, unfortunately, and maybe when you get to that point, you can shut it off if you want to. There's actually a throwback of Moon in Mute. Oh. Mm. I like it when directors do that. So that's so that part of it. There is a, uh, yeah. There's there's that connection, and that's mm-hmm. kind of cool to it. But other than that, mm, so you know, I I have to be mute on mute. No. And, no. But okay. ghosts. But moon. I abs. If there's movies on Netflix, if you like sci-fi, moon is it something abs. And if you like Sam Rockwell, and you want to see some genius acting. Please, ghost. I mean, pop it into your queue right now. I'll quiz these guys the next couple of weeks to make sure that they watch it. <laughs> okay. Um, while we're giving picks, I have a really good pick this week. Good it pick. just dropped on Netflix. Good pick. Up in the air. Oh yeah, Wonderful like George, film. George Clooney. What, this is what made Anna Kendrick a star. If you love Anna Kendrick, and she was nominated for an Oscar for it. Yep. yep. And this was Jason Reitman's. Second film? Yeah. Th- this was Thank You for Smoking, then this. Yes. Jason Reitman, who's a ama- like really. Ivan, Ivan Reitman's son, yes. who did all the Bill Murray, like awesome, like Ghostbusters. Also, the only Jason Reitman film on Netflix. So. Ridiculous. Type in Jason Reitman, that's that's what you got. Up Vera, in the air. But you didn't mention Vera Farmiga. I, d- I was. She's amazing in Coming around to Vera Farmiga, yeah, Vera yeah, Farmiga, also on Bates Motel, which I believe is also on Netflix. Yeah, it yes. is. Yeah, yes. it landed. Yeah. Bates yes. Motel landed on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. if you guys like Psycho, then you might. I I, I tried to watch the series, but yeah. I knew it was going to go on for a long time, yeah. so I, I I couldn't do it. It was very but good. It's still, yeah, but it's still. I I would say if I had time, there's a lot less things to watch on Netflix or trying to keep you guys up to date. I would probably be tuning into Bates Motel, maybe, but it's something that I don't have a rush and to get yeah. to. Also, Casino and Goodfellas are both on Netflix currently. 
So if you like Scorsese, if you're into if you're into that, or if you like Scorsese, or, or gangster, not, type. or you've not seen either of those films, you should see either of those films. And I if you actually, haven't, I don't know. There's something wrong. With I actually you, have but. kind. Of, like, I actually have a weird opinion on Casino. I thought it was. I thought it was the most mediocre thing Scorsese it ever is. did. It's like, not good. It's really not that great. It's not that good. And I haven't gotten to it yet, but I'm going to check out Flint Town this week. Oh, okay, okay. It's. A, I was going to check it out today, but then I realized it's not a documentary. It's a docu series. It's ten episodes. So I need a little more time. And then, Amy, you're trying to get through Jessica Jones right now, so you haven't really. Yes. Well, I mean, I have watched. Uh... It was what was it? a little bit of ugly delicious actually. Oh yeah, yeah. We, so yeah. here's here's a little teaser, guys. In two weeks, Ashley Cheney will definitely be back. She loves food. She loves travel. That's where she's at right now, and um, she is going to be covering a lot of these different food shows that are on Netflix. I believe it's going to be in two weeks. I'll let you definitely know next week. Next week we're going to have a guest because the old school movie Benji has been remade for Netflix, and we have one of the stars coming into the studio to talk with us about his experience on working with a dog. I want to see if he ever watched the old school Benji and, you know, seeing how his career is going as a child actor. So he'll be here next week. and It'll probably be primarily be Benji next week. Mm. But, Steve, you wanted to... A carpet that I might be going to this week is... We wanted to show you the trailer for... Oh, yes. Game Over, man. Adam Devine. I actually didn't watch this trailer yesterday, Friday because I, I wanted to watch it here with y'all. Trailer reaction. Here we go. That's what we should be doing. We should be chugging champagne. We should be wearing diamonds. <laughs> okay, I just, the workaholics guys. Yeah, the workaholics so, guys are in this. So yeah. incredibly original. It's actually written by Anders Holm. Mm. So. Hey. Shit. The Bay. Even his dog, Little Puma, has 100,000 followers. Sweep the hotel. Oh, I love him. We are locked down, boss. Party's over. Oh, Rona Mitra. Oh, yeah. I love Rona Mitra. Sure. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I think we should turn ourselves in. <laughs> What's with the pockets? I'm showing them I'm unarmed. So we can take them. I need to, yeah, I need to get, I need to be watching Workaholics. Let's do it. What the? Just. I mean, this is basically the Three Stooges. Yeah, but like. Which is great, which is great. Not in a bad way. But they're like. So fiercely original. Like. In the writers' room, like so now, now, so now it takes us like the Die esque yeah, like, like yeah, it's like you're in a hotel and, well, like instead of John McClane, you got Adam Devine and, and like the, I'm not supposed to be here because oh, I think this lady just shit her pants. Oh, Fred Armisen, you gotta love Fred Armisen. Oh, I did, I did not <laughs> oh, I love her. She's oh awesome. Yo, someone did shit their pants. Twenty-one, no, twenty-two Jump Street. Yeah, I'm not gonna say who. Yeah. yeah. 22. She's also in she um, Girls. No, uh, tri- uh, what is it? Girls. No. Well, was it Girls Night? Or Rough like, Night. Rough Night. Rough Night. Rough Night. She, okay. um, she first got her start on like on screen at in Workaholic. She was actually an SNL oh. writer. She was actually an SNL writer before that. So wow, she's just okay. a bad A. She's amazing. Like comedy people. Do you think Tom Brady is in the Brady Bunch? <laughs> the dad, right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, love him. Bring me along because I look like the black nerd from Die Hard. Because I don't. <laughs> He's great in the I like how self aware they are. 
Oh, those guys are so... That's great. Because I keep saying fiercely original. It's because I've seen pictures from their writer's room where they have a giant board on the wall of things that are so cliche that will not be on Workaholics. Yeah, guys. Like, so, from the writer's room in Workaholics where they were like, your mama jokes, like, that's what she said. Like, like and then there were, like, common tropes. That, is common Workaholics tropes that on we, Netflix? I don't think so. I don't think so MTV Because MTV likes... Or, um, Viacom likes to hold on to their You know stuff. what? I think it's on Hulu. That, that too. It's either on Hulu or Amazon because I, I think I've seen it, but I was just trying to see if it was on there because I definitely need to catch up on that before. But yeah, guys, I should. The, so the premiere here is, is here in LA on Wednesday. I should be going on behalf of AfterBuzz TV. We'll see if that actually happens, and if it does, I'll report back about it next week and say and see if I get some interviews from that. So, yeah. but I mean, it looks hilarious. I you know, and I, I already hyped up the uh, Adam Devine movie a few weeks ago where it's like big meets. Um, Back to the Future means the random comedy that I did in fact I did in fact watch that one did you like it? Uh, I wanted I wanted to I like him I like him there was a lot there was a bit no no come on dude uh, Alexander Daddario dude I mean didn't do it oh she's beautiful I need more substance than that man more substance (laughs) I can't get more substance than Alexander (laughs) Daddario alright guys well Amy where can people find you? On all social media at Amy Cassandra MTZ and my little recommendation for this week, I've talked about it before. If you have not already hopped on the train for Queer Eye, you should. Everyone's loving it, so please do watch it. And I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter almost exclusively at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. A quick programming note. Next Sunday, the 25th, I will be in Long Beach watching New Japan Pro Wrestling, so there's a good chance I'm not going to be here. And then on April the 1st, I'll be in New Mexico with my girlfriend. And on April the 8th, I'll be in New Orleans for WrestleMania. So, Bro. congrats. You caught me here while I'm here. I'll be back <laughs> I'll be back on April 15th. You can stalk him on Twitter. And I'll tell you what, uh, Ashley Cheney will be back here next week. And you can find her on all social media. Or at least, yeah, on all social media, Ashley on camera. And I'm Rick Hong. You can find me on all social media, at Rick Hong, R-A-C-K-H-U-N-G. Thanks for tuning in. Next week, we'll be uh, having our guest come in for the movie Benji. So if you want to watch it this week and kind of get in tune with uh, what our interview is going to be about next week, then do it. So we'll see you here next week, Sunday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you. Bye. stuff. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Game over, man. man. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.